We're back. What is this episode? I think this is six. And it's like, I don't understand podcast numbers, everybody. So I think in (laughs) in all, it's like 20. 26. Uh, 26? Oh, 25. I don't know. Anyway, it's season two and it's the second episode of us talking about dating and our love life. I feel like we should have like a, like one of those dating game songs play. Oh, I love that. Um, That's too high tech for me to figure out. So nope. Um, (laughs) But we do have a lovely quote for you today. Mm -hmm. Um, And I probably maybe going to butcher the sweet person's last name. And I I apologize (laughs) in advance. Um, Stacey, correct me if I say it wrong. Um, So it is, don't look for a partner who is eye candy. Look for a partner who is soul food. And it's by Karen Solomson. (laughs) I guess that's right. I don't know. Thanks, Karen. Karen, I think you're right. Karen, Karen. I'm sorry your name wrong. Um, oh, Karen. Karen's have had a tough time, honestly. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Oi, Karen <laughs> Um, But seriously, I adore this. I think it's so yummy. Don't yes. look for a partner who is eye candy. Look for a partner who is soul food. Ugh. Love yum. that. What? How that. do you? How does that make you feel? Makes me feel good. Yeah. I feel like they can be a snack and also soul food. <laughs> they can totes be a snack. <laughs> a soulful snacky. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I completely agree. Like, honestly, I've never been the type to date according to how someone looks. Like, I literally have dated all different kinds of looking people. Like, you know, I don't even know, I'm not going to go into it, but what I'm saying is his personality was most important to me yeah. and how they treated me and how they treated themselves and how they treated the people around them was most important to me. And yeah. I feel like that's so important. And that's truly what I look for even more now going through what I did mm-hmm. with my, you know, psychologically abusive relationship, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, there were, there were some pink flags yeah. while we were dating that turned into red flags. Yeah, so sucks. people always kind of want to do the victim blaming and be like, but didn't you see it coming? I mean, like, weren't you? Like, didn't you see it? And I'm like, I'm telling you, I was not prepared to the level he took things. Yeah. Like, but I think it would be fun this episode to talk about if we're looking for soul food, what are green flags? Mm. And then we'll wrap it up with some red flags as yeah. well. So like, what do you think, Shani? I mean, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Yes, I, I have some, I have some green flags that, um, I, you know, as we learned in the last podcast, um, I have been in a relationship with someone for, uh, like 11 years. So, um, Aww. the flags, are pretty much in their 
positions. You know, I don't they're think staked in that ground. <laughs> <They are staked. laughs> Unless that one has this elaborate plan to flip them on me, you know, on year 12. <laughs> Flags have been pretty consistent, um, which is great. Um, but I now s- kind of put these flags into um, motion when my loved ones are dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it kind of comes into play when I'm in friendships, like when I'm meeting people. Mm, um, true, true. Because I mean, you don't want to be friends with an asshole and like date nice people. Like that. Makes <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> like, surround yourself with lovely humans. Um, but I, one of them is, do they check up on you? And not like a mm. weird way, not in like a creepy way, like all the time. But um, one of the one of the really big ones for me with Estelan was before we started dating, I used to drive uh, home to Georgia a lot um, from Arkansas to go home for the holidays or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was driving home during the Christmas holiday, um, holiday, holiday season, um, <laughs> all of the winter holidays. And um, my car exploded <laughs> like oh god engine exploded um it was no one's fault but mine but mm. um and I had to have my car towed I was in the middle of nowhere I was by myself um it was mm. cold and yeah. only and I got like a lot of texts from people because I wanted people to know like obviously my family called me to make sure I was fine but um Estelan was the only one of my friends from Arkansas who who called me and he wanted to make sure I was okay. He wanted to know where I was. And he even offered Aww. to like drive. It was outside Memphis. It was like five Aww. hours away. He offered to drive and, and be there with me. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to be okay. Like, it's all right. You know, and I don't think it really hit me how kind that was until like much, mm. much later when we were actually dating. And I was like, you were going to drive to Memphis. He was like, yeah, I already liked you a lot. <laughs> Esteban, that's so but, sweet. Like people who check in on you, if you haven't heard from somebody in a while and you care about them, it's a good mm-hmm. idea. Like a nice rule of thumb to just send a little message just being like, hey, are you, how are you doing? Like, yeah. just wanted to say hi. It doesn't have to be like, are you okay? You know, like, <laughs> don't go negative. <laughs> but like, just a simple checkup is is really lovely and it makes people yeah, feel good. It does. Um, another one for me, this is very personal, but. <laughs> very specific. Very specific for me. Keep plants alive. Like if you kill plants, I have a, I have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree with that because that shows you have a nurturing, like attentive side. Mm -hmm. Like that shows that you can sense when something is dying (laughs) and you're like, Oh, let's give it water. You know, like, I feel like would end up doing good things in a relationship. Like all the time. I sent this relationship is dying. What do I need? Something's dying here. Yeah. What, what can I do to make this come alive? That's a big one for me. If I walk into your home and you have dead plants everywhere, I'm going to be like, A, this is weird energy. I don't like it. And B, (laughs) why? 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 It's water. It takes like a second. (laughs) Mm, Yes. Um, That's a big one. Um, 
punctuality. I mean, yes. I'm not talking like you have to be like right on time or yeah. early, but like if I'm waiting on you for like 15 to 20 minutes and you mm. haven't told me or you did tell me, but it happens all the time. Yes. That's a weird one for me. Cause that makes me feel like I'm not important enough for you to put in the effort to get to where right. I'm at a nice. I time. think that, yeah, I, for someone who respects my time, that's so important. If you don't respect my time bye. like, no, it's not going to work in friendship or relationship. <laughs> Look, shit comes up, stuff happens. I'm, yeah. late. I'm late to things, duh. But like, if it's consistent and it's right. like- If it's like it, a personality trait of yours that you are always late and you like think it's funny. I don't like that. It. Work on it. Yeah, it's literally. Set your yeah. clocks back further. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I literally broke up with a guy one time. We were dating and- I was trying to, I was like, I thought he would, we were just dating for fun. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, you know, towards the end, I was like, Hey, this has been fun, but I just don't really see if I'm, I'm trying to date somebody, you know, for a future. And he's like, Oh, well, that's what I wanted to do too. And he's like, I, I can see a future with you, but it, uh, I couldn't with him because he was literally late everywhere. No, every single date he was late. He was late to work every day. He was late to dinner. He he ate dinner at like 10 o'clock at night, every night. I'm like, I'm in bed then. <laughs> like, sir. No. no. That's not okay. Mm. No. That's good. Good job. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is communication. Like yeah. I I need to have, I love to talk shit out. I love to, if it's like good stuff, not great stuff, like whatever. I like to sit down and have a conversation about it. Um mm-hmm that's something that I'm working on with myself. And so I need someone who equally enjoys to do that. Like if you Mm. are somebody who like shuts it away inside and doesn't talk about stuff, that's not going to be okay with me. Like I can't, I can't do that. I I don't want to play guessing games. Like what's going on in your brain? No, I'm not a mind reader. I don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) Just talk to me. Um, Cause I'm also neurotic in the sense that like, I will assume that something is wrong. You'll assume you the worst. Yeah. To me. Like, yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, what did I do? Did I do something? No, I didn't do anything. Did something. <laughs> what did he do? Like, you know, it's just not good. <laughs> um, and someone who is open to your ideas, like, yeah. even if they're wacky, like, <laughs> Have, Even if know, in a like, wacky, oh, silly mood, that could be fun. Let's try it. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay too. But like, be open. Yeah. Be that's, open. that's a good rule for friendship too. I mean, honestly, that's a, the rule of improv. I feel like yeah. as theater people, we look for other people who live by the rule of improv, which but is yes. yes. And, yeah. you know, they're like, oh yeah, let's roll with that. Let's, mm-hmm. let's add to it. Like if you're in a silly, goofy mood and you're spitting off, you know, whatever banter, yeah. you want someone that's going to like return it you know (laughs) that sounds fun yeah I want to do that but yeah if someone's constantly shutting down your ideas and saying like no actually we should do this then they Mm -hmm. don't value what you have inside they don't want to know they just want to do their own thing and that's not a two-way street that's a one-way street and they're going to run over you all the time so (laughs) that's not fun so no fun I mean I'm sure I have more, but like, those are the ones that I think that I really like, like a light goes off if I find that that those things aren't being honored Um, Mm. or they are. And I'm like, Ooh, 
But, you know. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Do you have some? You have some green flags? I do. I made my little list, and I made five green flags and five red flags. <gasps> um, uh, two of mine were similar to yours. So, what you were talking about um, being like someone who can, you can talk with. I wrote, I have to be with someone who's able to express their feelings and doesn't make fun of therapy. Oh my God. Like why do you do why? You, you just, you don't have to go actually you do, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't make fun of it and don't be like, that's pointless or whatever. Like, no, it's not. And you have to be able to talk about your feelings and that's why you in therapy sometimes. Mm. And then like, you know, you, you learn communication skills. So that's one of them. A big one for me, because I feel like this just speaks to such a deeper level of who they are. I like to be with someone who listens to and reads the work of women. Like they read female authors. They listen to female comedians. They listen to women-led podcasts because that shows in general that they have a love and respect for the voice of women. I know this is very gendered, but this is my reality. I, I, I identify as a woman. So it's important to me that the person I'm with respects and, you know, appreciates women. So to me, it's just like, a green flag if they're like oh have you read you know such and such or watch this tv show that's like a female lead you know what i mean and they love it um i like some feminism in like (laughs) a man's that's like that's hot that's hot again yes gendered i know but like feminism anywhere it's hot like hot thank you hot 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 yes please yeah someone who thinks ahead Mm. i feel like I feel like as women, we were conditioned into being the prepared ones. Yeah. Oh, I have to think ahead. I have to make sure my bag is packed, all the snacks and the things we need and mm-hmm. vacation. Do we have the toothbrush and the tooth? You know what I'm saying? Like we're thinking yeah. ahead. Yeah. I like to be with a guy who thinks ahead as well. So that if, you know, he might be one or two steps ahead of me. Yeah. So I don't always have to feel like the pressure is on me. Yes. to come up with what we're doing for dinner or the pressure is on me to make plans for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. be someone who's thinking ahead. And I like that. Um, just listens. I think you said that. I think that was like someone who just, you know, can listen to you, how you were talking about, they have to be able to communicate and listen. Yeah. I just need someone to hear me out. You know what I'm saying? Like I might not be making sense all the time and I might not you know, it might not be my finest moment, but if you'll just listen to me mm-hmm. and be like, I heard you, then that means a lot to me oh in God, all my yeah. relationships. You know, yes. like I heard you, you don't have to understand it. I don't need a solution. Mm-mm. I just need to know that you heard what I said, Yeah, you know, and that you acknowledge that I'm talking about feelings or whatever. Like you don't always have to fix it. No. Sometimes I don't even want you to fix it. Mm-hmm. I just need you to hear me say the things. Yeah. And be like, I like, I feel you, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I need. And then maybe and a, hug. a hug. Yeah. <laughs> and a kiss, a little smooch. A little smooch. Um, and the last one I would is like so important to me. They have to root for me and be proud of my accomplishments. Oh my God. Like, yeah. 
Be excited that I have a podcast. Be excited that I wrote a book. Be excited that I love to make bouquets. You know what I mean? Like, be happy for me. You yourself don't have to do those things. You yourself don't have to care anything about podcasts or flowers. No. But be happy for me. Be proud of me. And I will do the same for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a reciprocal thing. Like, if that if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm going to be proud of them and what they're doing. Like, yes. and if I'm not, then that's a deeper red flag. That's <laughs> like a, needs that's to a be mega, addressed. Mega red flag right there. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I well, love those. I love thank those. Thank you. I feel like that's. Yeah, I'm adding those to my list. <laughs> yeah, girl. Well, what are your red flags though? Like, what are you like? Ew. And like back in the day when you were like dating, were there any that are still true now? Yeah. Um, I feel like, um, being rude to other people is one that I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Like, uh, just in, in any instance, whether you're like at a grocery store or at a restaurant or whatever it is, if you're rude to people who are working to help you do whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel like you, you're going to be rude to me. And, or also if you're not rude to me, I don't want to be seen with somebody who is like a jackass to other people. Like, cause that would make me feel like I'm a jackass. Cause I'm with, Oh my God. That is, that is literally on my top, one of my top five. (laughs) And I wrote treats, red flag treats people in service positions badly. Yeah. Because that was my red flag for my ex. And guess what? I became the person he treated badly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like their cruelties do not stop at the grocery store or the restaurant. No. That's so just know that. Yeah, yeah. That's a deeper part of who they are. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this one goes hand in hand with my green, but like lack of communication, just like yeah. not knowing what's next. Like not, and I'm not talking like the future, but I'm talking like near future. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if they just leave and you're like, where, where did you go? You know, it's like, yeah. oh, well, I went for a walk. I'm not saying you have to tell me every single thing you're doing, but if you're just going to leave in the middle of the day and not tell me what's <laughs> happening, I'm going to be like, bye. Um, hello. Like, <laughs> Like just communicate. That's all I'm just saying. say. Yeah, like, just if, say. If you're not somebody who communicates well, work on that. <laughs> um, uh, if you're mean to animals. Oh my god! Yes. Um, and that's that's not hot to me. Huge red flag. Huge no. red flag. Like even if it's a joke, like if you're joking. No, about there's it. no joke about that. That's funny. That's gross. That's <laughs> no. Gross. Like I. I can't, I can't do that. Like, that's not nice. Um, moods are another one for me. If it's somewhere where I have to like guess your mood, like I have to buy you a mood ring. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to play with that. <laughs> like, it's too much guessing. Like life is too confusing to begin with. And if I walk into a room and I'm like, Oh God, it seems stormy in here. And I don't know why. You yeah. Know, like I can't, I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. And That's as I mentioned true. before, I'm a talker. Like I like to yeah. communicate. So if I'm in a shitty mood, I'm going to say, hey. I'm like, in a shitty mood. I'm yeah. in a shitty mood. Um, that's all it takes. So that or like, again, go to therapy and get some meds. because Go like, to therapy, dude. Um, 
Go to therapy. And the last one I would have to say is their friends. Like yep. if their friends are shitty mm-hmm. or you get a weird vibe from them, that's their bubble. Like that, yeah. even if they're quote unquote different with you, like, <laughs> no. like that mm. if they say like racist shit with their friends, if they say like derogatory things to, you know, or their friends are just like assholes, like yeah. that's not, that's a huge red flag for me. If I don't like your friends, yeah. I don't probably will not like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true it's so true yeah so those are most of mine (laughs) yeah my thing and this goes back to my uh dating advice and episode one of our dating series um (laughs) if someone's too busy Someone who's just like proud to be busy. Oh, I have all these things I'm doing. Work is crazy. This I don't take a breath. Dude, I don't care. Take a breath. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Just nobody is that busy. Yeah. Unless you are literally like some kind of mogul in Silicon Valley trying to start a company. You are not busy. I won't be dating you either. Yeah. It's so hard to date people like that. I can't. Also, but don't talk it, about your job all the time. Oh God, no. Like, shush. <laughs> shush. <laughs> well, that's actually my second one is they hate the work they do. Oh yeah. Ugh. I just, oh. I honestly, that is something I look for in people I'm dating is if they enjoy the work they do. Yeah. Now, again, people can be in transition, whatever, what have yes. you, but if someone is miserable in the work they do and they're sticking with it, that shows some kind of other issue that's deeper than surface (laughs) level. (laughs) Something about long time suffering. Anyway, I don't know, but it's not worth your time and energy for him specifically, but also for me to hear how miserable that person is all the time. Like they're just going to be miserable. They are because you spend like 40 hours of your life there. And yeah. And so uh, the other one I had was they talk to their mom or their sister in like a negative or disparaging way. Mm. And this goes back to my, how do they treat women? Mm. Do they enjoy the works of women? This goes back to my, what's the deeper relationship they have with women in general? Yeah. And I've just found that if someone is willing to literally yell at their mother or act like she's stupid and make jokes, I don't like that. She literally brought you into this world, you piece of shit. And like, (laughs) I agree they're shitty moms and that's a whole different, you know, story, but I'm just talking about someone who's just disrespectful, like, and just makes jokes and like, you know how sometimes the mom can be like the butt of the joke in a family oh, yeah. oh, and it's just like oh mom always being crazy and it's like no that's some bullshit y'all are the dumb ones <laughs> no. No. she's crazy because y'all are a bunch of man babies who she has to take care yeah, of you're making her crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> so that what that's what i'd say are my red flags that's i mean i feel like those are a good rule of th- thumb for <laughs> most 
Yeah. Most people. people like, and it doesn't even, like we said, like, it doesn't even have to be dating. It's just knowing people. Um, yeah. but specifically with dating, if you're considering sharing your life with somebody, like take these into account <laughs> and also mm-hmm. like make your own list, like make yeah. things like take a moment to think about it and say, what are the things that I really value in myself? Because mm-hmm. it really does come down to self first, right? Like I value the fact that I try really hard to get places on time. And I value the fact that I keep 60 some plants alive. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I value these certain things in myself. So I really hope that the person that I'm with also like to an nth degree, even like if yeah. you keep the cactus alive, I will be like, good for you. Yes. Like, <laughs> if you try really hard and maybe you're like five minutes late all the time, just because you can't get out of your house. Okay. You're trying, but like, <laughs> You know, it's, it's it's small things that you can think about, like, what would I really love about, what do I really love about myself? Yeah. How can that be projected, hopefully, on another human being? Mm. Um, I think that that's really what it is. It comes down to what you value and what you don't. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good advice. And back to going back to having fun let's make dating fun again because if i can't laugh with somebody no and that's even in the first date if i if i went to a first date and we did not laugh one time i'm not going on i'm not going on a second date i'm not because i have to be able to laugh like Marilyn Monroe said this. She said, if you can make a woman laugh, you can make her do anything. Yeah. If you, that's not true. But, <laughs> yeah, that's not but true. the sentiment of it, I understand. You yeah. know, that brings so much joy and like connection in a relationship. And you need that. You need yeah. That. Oh my God. Life is hard back, enough. It goes back to the quote, right? Like laughter mm. is food for the soul. Yeah. And if you're looking for somebody, I mean, yeah, we all want like to stare at some hotties. Sure. But like, maybe, maybe your hottie is somebody who can make you laugh, who takes care of your, I don't know, your needs when you do need them taken care of, or, mm-hmm. who, you know, treats you like a, a full human being. Yeah. Sit on a couch with, and you don't have to be talking. You're just near each other. Like, Sometimes mm-hmm. that's more important than like, I don't know, a, I don't know, our, our, like Abercrombie and Fitch, are they still hot? <laughs> Y'all, I swear to God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> God, you're killing me. But I agree. And I'm an old also, lady. I'm an old lady. <laughs> I can't. But I will say there's also, I feel like, three conversations you need to have with somebody if you're like actually considering like long-term being with this person and it's what's the financial like how do we view money mm-hmm. where do we stand on children no children oh god yes and also like what is the dynamic of our relationship. You know what I mean? Like how do we split responsibilities and things like that? Like you have to talk about those three things. And I think what we're talking about, all these other things, like your values and things will come into play with all three of those conversations. And like, don't 
you know, and I feel like those are conversations that people wait and have. And it's like, no, you should talk about that literally within the first three to six months or you're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? Like my thing is like, don't waste my time. Yeah. Like, and I just feel like it's so important. And it's just like, if someone says they don't want to have kids, uh, let's not try to change that. Let's not like, that's probably pretty, pretty high on the totem pole. If they said, I don't want to have yeah. kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I think that the, in that falls into a category of like cha- trying to change people. Like yeah, people change. Yes, they do. And hopefully for the better, for the most part, but <laughs> going into it, like hoping you can make somebody change like a core thing about them. Like, I don't want to have kids or like, I don't know. I don't eat meat. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, don't go in there being like, if I make you the best hamburger, you are going to, it's going to change your mind. Like, no, you're going to change your mind. It's like, no, let me be who I am and you be who you are. And like, we can either accept that or if we can't, like if it's totally an adverse life choice, you know, then like you got to call it. You might honestly care about that person. And I will just say this love is never wasted. Yeah. If you loved somebody and it didn't work out. Okay. That's fine. You know, there's this famous quote, I think it's by Mary Oliver, but I'm not sure, but she's talking about this apple tree, how you're just like sitting under an apple tree and all the apples are ripe and you're trying to eat as many as you can. There are going to be some that fall to the ground, some beautiful, sweet apples, and they're going to rot. Your love is never wasted. You know what I mean? Like if that relationship fell to the ground and you had to let it go, it's, it wasn't wasted, you know, like, And your time and your love is never wasted. We're here to know each other and love each other and keep each other safe. And so, you know, like, don't let that like turn you against dating, I would just say. So (laughs) I agree. No, I love that. I mean, because it's true. You know, you grow, you change and you learn. And Mm -hmm. so if something is like lost and it doesn't work out, you, it's not like you have to start from ground zero again. Like you still have all of that, like love and Mm. time and energy is still inside of you. And you get to like carry that into something else if you choose Mm -hmm. to. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is that we associate love with endless commitment. mm -hmm. And it's like, that is not, we have to establish the fact that there is love and there are still boundaries within love. Yeah. If you love somebody, but they are not the person for you, you need to let that person go for your good and their good. And also like, you know, you don't let your family have free range of you, or at least most people don't, you love your family, but you have boundaries with them. And I think you just, yeah, I think it's just like something we need to like embrace more, you know, just because something didn't work out, didn't mean it wasn't beautiful or wonderful, or, you know, it wasn't an important part of what you experienced in this life. So Yeah. I I remember when Estelle and I first started dating, like I, Mm -hmm. he was my first, like 
relationship, I would say. Like I dated mm-hmm. before that, as we talked about. Um, <laughs> but he was my first, like, you know, long-term relationship that I'd been mm-hmm. in pretty much ever. And um, you know, it was very like, you know, stars and puppy dogs. And I was like obsessed. Uh... And like we were like we were with each other all the time because we also lived in the same house. Like yeah. it was we went to the same program. Like it was a lot of us together all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he eventually like sat me down and he was like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I value my alone time. Like I, I need to have some time to myself as well as the time that I get to spend with you. And I was like mortified. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, he hates me. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and you know, obviously it got better because like, yeah. I and like, fuck, I like my alone time too. Like I was going to say, you're an alone time person. I am. <laughs> And it just took that moment of conversation and also learning and learning and understanding that like, you are not, and I hate when people say this, like, it's like, we're one person. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) No, you fucking aren't. You are two people or people that say like, if something happened to them, I can't live without them. And I'm like, (laughs) you can, like, you totally can't. You were before. And then you could again, uh, it will be hard, <laughs> but you could do it. Like you can do it. I find that like codependency, very dangerous. And like, mm. you need to take time to be yourself. With you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I feel like is the be yourself. Um, <laughs> but it's just very important mm. to, yeah, pay attention and be yourself. Um, yeah. And speak your truth, like you were saying, like, and I think we said this in the last episode, tell people what you need by him telling you, I need my own time, me time, which is a good movie on Netflix as well, if anybody hasn't watched it. But (laughs) anyway, by him saying, I need me time, that gave you space to be like, oh, you know what? I... I need me time. I just, I wasn't even thinking about it because I just am obsessed with you, you know, like whatever. And it's a major component in our relationship now. Like we will be like doing lots of stuff together. And then I'll be like, I need to watch some old lady British TV shows. (laughs) And he's like, cool. I'm going to go in the other room and play some games. See you in about an hour. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Bye. You know, and like, yeah, we live in the same space but we can function on our own friends. Like, wow. You have to, you have to, it's so yeah. important because you will lose sight of who you are. And that is, that is very dangerous, I think. But I mean, going I back agree. to the, that, going back to that quote, I think that like the soul food part of it is feeling like you're home and feeling comfortable mm. and feeling like yummy. You know, like you're constantly trying to be like, I'm so hot. Look at me. Ooh, I'm hot. I'm hot candy too. (laughs) Hot, hot, hot. Like, God, that's exhausting. Like you need to be with somebody that you can be cozy with. And I think that's kind of the idea of the quote. Like your cozy can be a hottie. I'm not saying that they they can't. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mine mm -hmm. is. But like, (laughs) it's just finding that thing that makes you feel comfortable and, and, and searching for that instead of, I don't know, the surface stuff. Yeah, for sure. 
I agree. Go deep. That's not <laughs> <that sounded> wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. Um, yeah. I'm so, I hope that these flags help. Like, yeah. take those flags and wave them in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> yeah. Leave them in the air like I did on when I was in the color garden high school. Ugh. Oh my God. I'm so jealous you were in the color garden. <sighs> Don't be jealous of our outfits. They were awful. <laughs> it was the outfits I wanted. Not mine. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm trying to, I have so many, I was trying to find Southernisms that had mm. things to do with love and date. There, it, it got weird. This one, mm-hmm. I don't understand at all, but I have to say it because maybe you do. Um, <laughs> it's happy as a, He's as happy as a dead pig in the sunshine. What the hell? <laughs> like that a has dead to be sarcasm, right? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of southernisms revolve around dead animals, and I don't. I just don't know if I'm here for it. <laughs> beat a dead horse, like yeah. What's up? With, why is the why are you beating a horse? First of all, so, and then like. What's the other one about killing a bird with two stones? Yeah. Like, what is that about? Or like one day a rooster and next day a dusting thing. It's like feather duster. It's like, why are we killing everything? Why do we have to kill everything? What is the point? No, we're not. But apparently, whoever he is, he is as happy as a dead pig in the sunshine. Okay. Maybe a live pig. Let's say that you can be happy as a pig in the sunshine. That's fine. See, I like that edit. <laughs> I like that. Cause a pig loves sun, I guess. Okay. We all do. It's yeah. essential to human life, but yes. Happy as a pig. <laughs> like happy as a pig in mud. I think it's adorable. Ah, uh, that is very happy, yeah. but yeah. so don't use the other one, everybody. I just had to say it cause it's super weird. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm happy as pig as mud. This went so well. Oh, I love it. And we love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hey, write in with your flags if you want. <laughs> yeah. Share your flags. Share Let your flags. Know. Share the podcast. Like it. Subscribe. Rate it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm going to stop <laughs> saying it unless you start doing it. <laughs>